Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Amy, different Amy over email, who says, first of all, I absolutely love your podcast and I'm still catching up on previous episodes as I want to listen to all of them. Highly recommended, Amy, that you do so. I just re-listened to your Bedtime Routines podcast from 2020 to get some much-needed advice. I actually have 8 and 11-year-olds, and we are having trouble with bedtime. I am spending two-plus hours with the whole routine, and it goes without saying, I am getting burned out. I can apply some of the tips from that episode, which was geared more towards little kids, but do you have any tips for these ages? Anything is appreciated, Amy. All right, Amy, let's talk through this because how this got to a two plus hour routine, I mean, been there, I have been there, but from the outside, I can say that's too long. There's too much going on and we have to address that there's a routine that takes that long. My favorite thing to do when there's something that's really challenging is to consider what can I add and what can I take away that might make this thorny situation easier. So let's start with what you might take away. I'm assuming that that two plus hour routine includes baths and showers. I'm wondering if there's something you could do where that doesn't happen every night. Is there something you could do where they brush their teeth is right next to where they're watching TV or playing video games? Is there something you can do to make the up and down the number of transitions that they have to do on their way to bed? Take that down make it fewer. On the other hand, is there something that you can add? Is there something that would really motivate them to move through their bedtime routine faster? When my kids were that age, we were reading a series of unfortunate events. I'm a a ham. I love doing all the voices and things like that. And that was really motivating for my eight-year-old and P.S. my 12-year-old who was both too old and not too old to come in and, and listen. Adding something like that, that they only get to do If they move through the routine more quickly, the reward of more time with you, the reward of staying up an extra hour on Friday nights, maybe there's something like that, an extra special time that they can have, a little more screen time on Saturday mornings, something that they get as a motivation for moving through this more quickly, adding that might really help. Speaking of screen times, I'm wondering if you can make those sort of an if that are subject to homework and chores if they do them and getting their pajamas on and getting their bags in the front hall for the morning, whatever the things are that they need to do in the evening, that they do those first, that you're not rolling from dinner into homework and to looking at phones or looking at screens. And now it's nine and you haven't taken your bath yet. If you can put screen time, if it's occurring before the bedtime routine, make sure it happens after the bedtime routine, if at all, 
And they might time out. And it might be 10 o'clock, phones go away in the kitchen. 10 o'clock, TV goes off and you go upstairs. It might be 9 o'clock, right? Because let's roll this back. For school-aged children, the American Association of Pediatricians recommends nine hours of sleep a night for 9 to 12-year-olds. And a lot of kids don't get that. So Amy, if your kids are getting nine hours of lights out time in your house a night, give yourself a backpack. You're doing a great job. If they're getting eight hours, you're doing a great job too. But we want to get the to nine to 12 hours a night because we know sleep is so important for kids developing brains. It's so important for their coping skills. And another thing I want to suggest is that you actually bring the kids on board with that. You find articles, you find things that are aimed at them to show them like, You want to sleep because when you're not getting enough sleep, guess what? You have trouble with your grades. You have trouble with your friends. You have trouble with how you feel. You have trouble with how bouncy your hair is, whatever. If there are other things in your kids' lives that aren't going exactly the way they want, more sleep is almost always the answer to those things. Arming them with that knowledge and that motivation might be another way to get them to turn out the lights a little sooner. Your involvement is also a part of this, right? You have to walk it back. If you're spending two hours of your evening saying, come on, come on, come on, I already told you how many times, if that's become part of the routine, then that's become part of the routine, right? It's become like the the dog that thinks you say, sit, sit, marshmallow, sit, 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 sit. If you say that eight times before she sits, all I've done is teach my dog that I say sit eight times and then she sits down. If that's become part of the routine, making mom mad, the predictability of you're going to ask them four times before they actually have to get up off the couch, then revisit that too. There's a back to one possibility that might have to occur here, including screens, phones. Like I do this back to one every couple of months with my family, like phones in the kitchen. Let's take the phones away at 10 o'clock at night. Let's put the phones away. My kids are older, so it might be 10, 11, might even be later. But you have to kind of play along too. I'm going to turn off the TV and go to bed. Yes, we could watch another episode of this show, but it's 10 o'clock. Let's go get started. Sorry, I keep saying 10 because that's when I like to go to bed. But I do know for an eight-year-old, it does need to be earlier than that. But give yourself a break. You're doing the best you can. There is a lot for these kids to do at night, sometimes a little bit too much homework, sometimes sports. Sometimes there are many things they need to get done in an evening. So I would start, Amy, with what can you take away from the routine, which includes both steps in the routine and the amount of your involvement and the amount of your haranguing that happens. And what can you add? Sleep really is so important, not only for your kids, but also for you. So putting in this extra effort in will really reap some rewards on the other side. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshallpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact invented. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was 
steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.